Every man faces it. Every man fails. Are you equipped? Put on your armor, men. There's a battle ahead. Welcome to the manhole, where real men seek Jesus, aren't afraid to ask for forgiveness, and might even cry a little. And by the way, your host cries a lot. Here's the crybaby himself, Rob Warnock. So thanks for joining us wherever you are and whatever time it is today. You are in the manhole, but our job is to keep you out of the manhole. And today we have a super special guest, and I'm, I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Tina Konkin. What an accomplished counselor, author. Tina, am I getting this right? You were actually a ventriloquist? I, I was. Come on now. Was. Yeah. So that's one of those unique talents. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever met anyone with such a talent. But Tina has been on the likes of the Today Show. She's been on, which I find super interesting, Real Housewives. She's also been on the uh, Gene Simmons family show. So lots of really cool facts about Dr. Phil. So Tina is super accomplished. And Tina, I want to jump right in. There was an article um, that I read by you that discussed cyber relationships. And because the manhole is geared towards men and helping men avoid, avoid the pitfalls that, that we sometimes stumble into, a lot of it, I believe, starts on the internet, and your article described it perfectly, and a lot of it's the reconnecting with old girlfriends, boyfriends, just friends from the past, and that time where we remember things were simple and lovely and wonderful, and somehow we transport ourselves into communicating with significant others, girlfriends from the past, which takes us down a road that I'd like for you to kind of hit on like you did in your article that takes us down a progression before we even realize it. Yes. And interesting enough, you know, I feel like cyber affairs are like infidelity was years ago on steroids. You know, infidelity has always been around emotional, physical, you know, the look of the eye, and then you get over to, you cross lines, you know, and it starts with the yep. look. But I think the cyber affairs to me has been so more accessible. And that's why I say there's so much more danger involved there. And I want to share my own personal story. I'm a widow now, but there was infidelity in my marriage. And so that's the author that you referred to. I wrote a book, How God Used the Other Woman, because what happened was in our case is we both decided maybe there was still room for healing. And we didn't have a bad marriage when the affair happened. And most people think your marriage is destroyed. But what we didn't have was an emotional connection during a really hard time in my husband's life. And it involved death. And so I didn't know how to be there. I'd never had to be there. He wasn't that kind of person that needed someone to nurture, you know, and I'm definitely not a nurturer and wasn't a nurturer. I learned how to be one. But again, I had to look back into my past. But why do I talk about cyber affairs and how dangerous they are? It's because they're so much more accessible. And the personal note I want to make here, Rob, is that I reconnected. Now, I'm a widow now. My husband died nearly seven years ago. So I'm a widow now. And I reconnected with a college beau through social media. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I was transported. I wasn't you know, my age, which I'm not going to mention, 
but I became that, you know, we're sensitive about that as women. I know this is a manhole, but we're sensitive. But, you know, I went right back and I never understood it before. I used to look at people that reconnected with high school kids or with their college bow, you know, and I used to think like, what were you thinking? You have children. Right. You have a husband, you have a home, like you were willing to risk everything. You know, but I never experienced. Now with me, a little bit different in that I'm a widow. I'm allowed to date again. Sure. But the feelings that I got was that transport. Right. And it took me back to all of a sudden I was laughing like I was a college kid again. Right. Yeah. I, I think that that, yeah, I mean, you, you're absolutely nailing it. And I know many people that have found themselves in that situation. And because, as we always say, you're, you're behind the screen and, and you can type and feel like you can do anything and, and that it's not wrong. And I just did a, an episode on the wondering eye. And one of the things I, I said in that you, you just touched on was we, we feel like because it's a look, we're look, don't touch type of situation that it's not wrong. But in the end, it's still infidelity. It's just cyber infidelity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of men, including myself, don't anticipate the collateral damage. And it can just be an internet cyber relationship because it's taking your eyes and your heart off of your wife and not being honorable to that gift. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, we tend to catch ourselves in a, in a mess that uh, if we'd have just bounced our eyes or we'd have just not sent that message in the beginning and let it boil into something it shouldn't, we wouldn't have created chaos and hurt people that we care about. And I do want you to touch on your book for sure. Your title, I'm sure, got a lot of attention because it's, it's somewhat um, not something that people could wrap their head around that God actually used infidelity. And, and I'll be honest with you, I went to see a Christian counselor and, and he kind of said the same thing to me that he sees it as God's work, because look what it did for me, bringing me back to a relationship with Jesus. But it was still hard to view that way. So the title of your book and, and the content is so admirable. And I, I'd love for you to just kind of share us with us a little bit there, your thought processes there and walk us through. And I don't want people to think that God does that. He did that. I did that you know, in my marriage, God didn't, but God can take a mess and make it into a message. If we go to that place in our heart, that's hardened and look at that and say, how did we get here? Then God can work with that. I love the scripture that says, you know, a contrite heart, God won't reject. And that just means a broken heart. And we were broken, as I'm sure you were. But going back to the cyber thing, we like to make excuses that there's nothing wrong with it. Still using old school business and appointment cards? Did you know that over 80% of business cards get thrown away? Come on, guys, step into the 21st century and go digital with full automation. And it's time to trash grandpa's cards. Introducing DigiCard, the business card of the future. On one intuitive platform, you can have automated appointment reminders, clients can request appointments, and stay safe with contact-free sharing. Let automation work for you, as every time your DigiCard is shared, a customized sequence of messages are sent automatically to keep you in front of every lead. For a limited time only, Listeners of the Manhole Podcast can get their first year subscription absolutely free, plus a free webpage. 
All you pay is $9.97 per month for hosting your DigiCard and web page. So it's time to up your game. Get DigiCard, the only business card that does the work for you. Visit themanholepodcast.com today to find out how you can take advantage of this limited time offer for our listeners. After the infidelity in our marriage that I describe in the book and how it came about and how it's not just, it doesn't just appear. And so it's looking back, like, how did we get here? And looking back even before the marriage, before the relationship, back into our youth, you know, what belief systems did we have? And what did we bring to the relationship or not bring? I didn't bring nurturing to the relationship. And at a time that he needed that, I wasn't there. And I, he found someone else to be there. And it didn't start with wrong. It didn't start with physical infidelity. It started with a listening ear, an emotional connection. What does cyber affairs start with? Like you said, freedom. Yeah. Freedom to express. And we're not doing anything wrong. We're not even together. We're not even having coffee. We're not even at dinner. You know, what could be wrong with that? And my husband had this rule after infidelity when he coached men. He said, if it feels good, it's wrong. Mm. Now think about nice. that minute in the manhole. If it yeah. feels good, if a woman's compliment feels good, you are already crossing that very, very, very fine line. Love the line it. in the sand needs to be, whoa, I want to hear more of that. I can't wait to talk to her again. I can't wait to, you know, and this goes both sides, men and women. Sure. If we will at least judge our own hearts, why are we reconnecting? And what feelings is it bringing up? Does it puff us up? Does it make us feel good? And that's already in the zone of danger. Yeah. Does that make sense? You said something in in your article about you can't just lean on or rely on or take it for face value to say we're just friends. Because as I said to somebody recently, you're just friends until you're not. And that's where the problem begins. So Exactly. And one thing we learned from it took us two years to rebuild our marriage to better than it ever was before. That's why to this day, I thank God for the other woman, because I would have never opened my eyes to so many things that in our 14 years of marriage prior to the infidelity, so many things that we were not resolving. In my classes, I do intensives with couples and I do couples retreats and which are private, the ones that you talked about for Gene Simmons and the housewives, those were private retreats where there's only two to four couples there. But my regular retreats for everybody and anybody, we have about a dozen to 20 couples there And it's always the same thing. We go through the R3 process. And I tell people, take yourself through that. Take yourself through revealing your heart. That's yesterday. You know, what heart, what's your heart condition? What did you come in with into the marriage? I know I came into my marriage with major rejection issues, major rejection issues. My husband came into the relationship with major stupid button issues. He always felt not good enough. He called it the stupid button. I'm not being disrespectful, but, you know, he called it that. And so every time I ask him simple questions like, hey, babe, did you take the garbage out? It's Wednesday. And what you assume, I don't know, it's Wednesday. And Mm -hmm. that 
me triggering his stupid button, you know, or did you do this for the kids or that, or just simple things that to me were simple questions of curiosity of checking things off in my mind, you know, before I go to bed. And to him, they were like, you think I'm stupid. I'm not good enough. Right. I came in with rejection and abandonment. So every time he avoided, and he was an avoider. So every time he avoided, I took it as rejection. I wasn't, he was abandoning me. And so those issues, we both came into the relationship with them. But now 24-7 together and doing life together, you trigger those things. But you go on to the cyber thing and guess what? That's not happening there. You're just talking about good old times on there, right? You're complimenting each other. Man, I wouldn't complain. You know, look at all you do, right? And, And all that. And that's feeding that monster inside of you that helps you not face your own demons yeah and that's one thing that we did and i'm so thankful for after the infidelity we faced those demons that were there long before we met because they come back to haunt you when they're not and so i was talking about that so that's the reveal facing that and then of course there's that process of rewrite and the rewrite really is simple it's you can't change the past you can rewrite how you feel about it you can change your perspective on it and you can face it from a different heart set and a different mindset. And that all involves compassion and forgiveness. And of course, the best of the R3 is always the renew. And that's making life better than it ever was before, which was our situation. For the next 20 years, up until the day he died, I can't express to you how God not only healed, but gave us something we could have never dreamed or imagined. Now, my husband didn't have a cyber affair with my best friend, but it started the same way, a kind word, an understanding word, empathy for what he was going through, a bit of nurturing. That's it. It was all innocent until it wasn't. Yep. Guys, that's uh, how you end up stepping into the old manhole, which we're certainly hoping that somebody heard this today and it's touched you, it's moved you. Maybe it'll move you away from that computer if, if you're there at times within conversations that you shouldn't be. And Tina, before we get off, can you um, share with the audience exactly how they could get in touch with you to see more of your resources? Yeah, they can go to tinaconkin.com and you can get everything from the book. They can also purchase the book at Amazon. If you know, a lot of people have Prime, I charge for shipping. But our first book that I wrote with my husband, Love, Sex and Money, that one, before he died, we wrote that book. And that one is free right now, just for shipping Uh. Handling, which is $7.95. And also we have free classes right now due to COVID on Zoom every Tuesday night that they can register for it. And they can find all that at tinaconkin.com, our free resources. And then, of course, we still hold our, with social distancing and all the rules that we have around it, we still do hold our sessions in Orange County, California. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Tina, thank you so much for today. I appreciate it. I know somebody was touched, somebody was moved, and somebody learned something today. And and that's our goal on every episode is is we want to make sure that we lead men in the right direction, that the Holy Spirit speaks to us and and gives us discernment and uh, helps us walk a closer walk with Jesus. So we're going to wrap this one up. And as always, let's take the yuck out of men. Let's walk side by side to do it. Have a good one. 
As always, thanks for listening today. Please make sure you go to Facebook and follow us at the Manhole Podcast Facebook page. You can stay connected there. You can even submit future topics that you would like us to discuss on the Manhole Podcast. Also, visit our website, themanholepodcast.com, and you can submit your information there to connect with us and become a VIP listener to get updates on future events. We do have something huge coming late November, a global virtual event that you're going to want to be a part of. Also, make sure to give us a great review on iTunes. Share with your friends so we can get men across the world listening. And remember, real men ask for help, seek godly counsel, and get on their knees. 